Let's go! It's now time for Kingdom Talk, focusing on Bible strategies in a complicated marketplace. This will be a rich and informative spirit-filled half hour that's both inspiring and entertaining for you. Always remember, when two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Matthew 18, 20. Now, welcome to Kingdom Talk Live. Hello and welcome to Kingdom Talk. I'm Jeff Bird, and we are so glad that you're here with us today. Hey, I want to thank our sponsors right up front. That's Kingdom Life Magazine. Thank you so much for sponsoring the program. And also God's Glorious Church International Outreach Center. They are presenting the Woman Thou Art Loosed Woman's Conference. And that's going to be August 7th at 4 p.m. It's going to be on Facebook Live and also at the Church of the Nazarene. Speaker Bishop Victor Skinner will be present and speaking. And for more information, you can reach out to them at 757-241-2231. Thank you so much for sponsoring and making this possible. The topic that we've got today is it's titled, Who Do You Say That I Am? This was Jesus's question to a guy named Peter a long time ago, but it is still relevant today, uh, just as relevant today as it was back then. The, the passage that I'm going to read is found in Matthew 16, verses 16 to 17. And it says, Simon Peter spoke up and said, You are the anointed one, the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, you are favored and privileged, Simon, son of Jonah, for you didn't discover this on your own, but my father in heaven has supernaturally revealed it to you. That's our scripture for today. We're going to jump into that in just a second. But first, hey, I got some outstanding people with me today that I want to introduce. We have got on the line with us, we have got Miss Diane Stevenson. She is a chaplain with the United Chaplains International of Virginia. She serves as the chaplain with the Christian Broadcasting Network Prayer Center. And she's also pastored a worship center with her husband for over 10 years. She's a graduate of Regent University and a certified life coach with the Say Life Coach Institute. And her heart and passion is to serve God and bring hope, help, and healing to all through the love of Jesus Christ. And she's experienced this a lot herself, and you'll see that as she shares. Also, we have with us today, Willie Butler. He is an ordained minister, and he is the founder and the president of Kingdom Seed Foundation and its educational division, the Life Planning Institute. Since 2012, Reverend Butler has served as an associate pastor in two churches and an advisor on biblical principles of stewardship and practical money management. He's the author of four books on the kingdom of God and advancing God's kingdom on earth. And also, we have a special treat for you today. If, if any of y'all were here back at our first show, you'll remember Peggy Turner was with us on board, and then she had to go out for a little bit, had some procedures to be done. But hey, you know what? She's back in the studio with us today. And Peggy, I want to welcome you back and uh, hey. ask if you just kind of give an update to our, to our people God, that have been missing God, you. Praise God. Yes, yes, yes. The devil thought he had me, but Jesus came and grabbed me. He held me close so I wouldn't let go. Oh my Come God. On. <laughs> oh my God. I was I was there. I was there. I don't mm-hmm. know how many of you have been there when you didn't know 
what tomorrow might bring. And you don't really have to know when you're in love with the one who's in love with you. And I'm talking about Jesus. Hallelujah. They call him <laughs> the Lamb of God. Whatever you, whatever you feel in your heart, however you're pulling on him. My name is Dr. Peggy Turner, Peggy Morris Turner. And um, also, I, I, I have a pretty long, intense resume. We're not even going to go through all of that, because I just want to say thank you, Jesus, that I'm back. Amen. <laughs> I am Hallelujah. back. I That's am right. back. It was, it was <laughs> touch and go for a minute. It was really serious, very serious. And then I just made up my mind. I said, you know what? I'm not going to die in this place. I am not going to die in this. This is not the place for me. God has so much more for me to do. And I will continue to move forward as he has instructed me to do. I have a book out. Um, I always chose the wrong man until I chose Jesus. <laughs> that would be interesting reading. Jeff? Well, Peggy, thank you so much. Wow, that is a great story. We've been thinking about you. We've been praying for you. Thank we prayed you. for you yeah. on the thank air you. here. Yes. And, and we are so glad that you chose life. You said, I, I, just like the psalmist, it reminded me of it, says, I will not die, but I will live. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in, in the, the land, land of, of the, living. the living. And there's so many times we feel like, wow, we're just turned over to death. And then we say, no, that's not what God says. This is what he says. And this is what I'm going to align with. And now right here you are, sitting amen. right next to me. Amen. So that's right. amen to that. Amen. amen into that. And uh, well, welcome back. Well, we're going to jump right in. What I, what I want to share with, you know, it's the question for today is who do you say that I am? And it's just as if Jesus comes to each one of us and asks us that question. You know, he exists. He doesn't exist just in time and eternal or, or time and space. He made time and space, but he is eternal. And as eternal, he's in all times and space at, at the same moment. He's just everywhere at once in beyond time and perfectly at rest. And he says, I am, I am. And he said this over and over and over, especially in the book of John. He says, I am, I am, I am. And so it's very important that we understand who he is because he's the one that says, hey, I'm coming for you. I'm stepping into this world and I'm coming to rescue you. You may not even know you need rescue, but he says, hey, if you could see this in eternity, everything you've ever done and said and thought and attitude, it, there's a record of that in eternity. That's a stain on the tapestry of eternity. And I am the eternal one and I'm coming to wipe out that stain. And I am these things to you. So I just want to look at a few of these and then we'll, we'll jump into discussing them. So Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door and the gate. He's talking about a sheepfold there. And he says, hey, I'm the only way to get into that protection of the sheepfold. Amen. He says, I am the good shepherd who yes. lays down his life for yes. his sheep. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the true vine. So we've got these. Uh, and then he said, before Abraham was, I am. This was a couple of thousand <laughs> years after Abraham. <laughs> and the people really respected him. He says, no, before he, before he ever existed, I am. I've been there out of all space and time. I always am. 
And so, so the, the question I, I want to look at as we look at these statements and think about them um, to our to our co-host today, we'll, we'll, we'll start with you, Diane. Uh, the question is, is there is there one of these I am statements of Jesus that particularly resonates with you? And you also had a great idea uh, of a practice that you shared before the show that that I'd like to ask you after you answer this one, um, if you wouldn't mind sharing with the audience. Yes, absolutely. And good morning, good morning, and welcome morning. back, Pastor Turner. So happy to have you. Glory to God. What a blessing. Praise God. And yes, that question. Well, I am that I am resonates in my spirit always because I, that lets me know that there's a lot of I ams for, for the Lord God Almighty. But when I think of the I am that I am, I automatically say, Lord, that means that whatever I need at the moment of my need, you are that, Lord God. I just thank you that you are the way maker. You know, I am the alpha and the omega. I'm the beginning and the end. So if whatever I stand in need of, that's who he is. So in Exodus, that I am, I that I am resonates. It settles in my spirit. And then I also just look at the I am the almighty God. I am God Almighty, because no matter what situation you're going through, situations I've been in where I felt weak and I felt like almost defeated, like I wasn't going to make it. How can I get out of this situation? And he said, wait a minute, I am God Almighty. Remember, I get you out of the situation. I was there in that situation before you got there, and I'm already making a way out of that that place for you. And I think about my sister, you know, fighting for a life that I'm going to live. You know, that just reminds me that he, who he is in that I am moment, that he is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God, our healer. So I have quite a few of them. I think my favorite though is this, I am that I am in Exodus 3 and 14, because that's who he is uh, in my life. He's everything I need him to be at the moment I need him. When I need that good friend, that's who he is. When I need that one who will wipe tears from my eyes, that's who he is. When I need him or someone to explain these crazy things happening, he comes and he does just that as well. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, I, I, I love this subject. I'm telling you, Jeff, it is. It, this is the one for me right here. It's talking about <laughs> the I am because it, it just goes deep in my heart. And what I wanted to challenge everyone that's listening on the day is, Grab a hold to an I am and begin to meditate on that one I am, whatever that is for you, and do that thing for, let's say, a week, just meditating on that word and and meditating on who he is in every situation. When you wake up in the morning, tell yourself the I am of whichever one you've chosen is going to ride with you, going to be with you throughout your day, all throughout the day. And I would love, we would love to hear how God has moved on your life, how he changed situations, how he calmed storms, hallelujah, in your life because you remembered who he is in your situation and in your life. So that's the challenge on the day is to meditate on the word, that, that one I am statement that that you want to hold on to and, and do it for a week and see the changes in your life. Mm. Wow, Diane, that, that is Amen. great. Amen. And hey, I, I, I'm glad to see that you're as excited about this topic as I am. That's, <laughs> I hear a little enthusiasm there and hey, I didn't, I didn't actually write it down or share it, but, but I love that you brought up the, I am that I am in Exodus three fourteen, And that was what God said to Moses at the burning bush. He, it was kind of like, he was like, you know, you know, that I am the one that becomes exactly what you need. The one that is the endless, <laughs> love of all eternity, the one that fills all time and space and has been in every place throughout all the ages, the ancient of days. You know, you know that I am. Yeah, I am that I am. Mm. <laughs> that, that's the one I yeah. am. Yeah, I, I'm that I'm that guy, <laughs> you know, and guess what? 
I'm in love with you and I've come for you and I am whatever you need me to be. I am that for you. And, and I am that perfectly. Not even, you don't even have to figure it out. I'm just going to always be that perfectly for you. So, wow. So I love that, Diane. Thank you. And, uh, uh, Willie, Willie, let's go to you next. And, uh, and thinking about this, the, the, I call it the I amness of Jesus, but thinking about these I am statements is, is there one of these, uh, uh, that particularly resonates with you or a thought on that, that really, really touches you? Well, there is Jeff. And thank you, uh, for, uh, allowing me an opportunity to share something that has been really profound with respect to my faith. Uh, because actually, the I am that comes to mind for me changed my life entirely. I mean, if I were to, to try to pinpoint a transformative moment, it was the following. And that's because uh, as a young man growing up, uh, my father died when I was 14. So unfortunately, I was one of those guys that just didn't really have a clear sense of my identity. I really needed to know more about who I was and the direction I was going in. And I didn't have a father around to really give me that direction. So I really felt this void for many years. In fact, I was 26 years old. One day I was at a park. Um, I was in a you know, good habit of always being out exercising. And during my exercise period, it was always my prayer time. So it was my special intimate time with the Lord. And during this particular time, I found myself throwing my hand in the air and angry and saying, why, God, why? Why did you take my father from me? Why did you allow me to grow up without having someone around to really guide and counsel me? And I literally fell asleep in the park. I got so angry. Uh, but when I woke up, I went home and I'm in the process of showering. And suddenly I hear this small voice in my head, you know, saying to me, uh, uh, merely a biological necessity. Now, please don't take those words out of context because I'll try to make them make sense in a moment. But as I'm showering, I'm hearing this word again, merely a biological necessity, merely a biological necessity. And then finally, as I'm just about done and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still praying, but I'm, I'm, I'm just about dry, uh, dried off now, I felt the Lord say to me, I am your father. So the revelation that he was no longer just an I am that I am, that I am that I am became specific because the need that I had at that particular moment was to have a father in my life. And what the Lord was wanting me to understand is that the biological necessity is that we all come through one seed. So just like every single one of us, we were born through parents, basically brought into this world. But the realization that our true father, the true parent, the Abba of all of us, is God himself. That revelation suddenly transformed my thinking in terms of the relationship that I have had with him all along. Because as was said by one of you, you or Diane, he has never left us nor forsaken us. Mm -hmm. I've never been in an instance where the Lord was not present because as my father, he was always with me. And so that became the revelation and the most transformative part. And then on top of that, just about the maybe 30 minutes or so into this conversation, then Jesus said, I am your brother. Now, if you just pause for a moment and think about the relationship of the Messiah, the one who we've come to acknowledge is the one who saves us from our sins, who gives us the promise of eternal life and an eternal fellowship with the Father, is our brother. 
it puts a whole different spin on how we need to see ourselves because we're no longer just an individual out there whom God has had mercy on, but we are part of the royal priesthood. We are Mm -hmm. part of God's kingdom from the very founding of the earth and from the conception that he has had of us in his mind's eye. So it, it suddenly opened up for me a whole different way to understand the relationship that God has given me from from the very beginning. And it took me opening up and understanding his will, but ultimately it changed everything that I thought and everything that I do with respect to the relationship I have with him now. Well, Willie, that is great. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Willie and I have been friends for some years now, and uh, I have been hoping on every uh, radio show that we've done that you would share that story. So I am so glad that you did that because there's so every single one of us has had, even at the best, our parents have been imperfect. Yes. Some of them have mm-hmm. been more imperfect than others, mm. you know, but every sing- none of us were tended by angels. Every single one of them has been imperfect. And what God says is, hey, I'm the father that created parents. Now, they haven't always done it right, but I've always done it exactly right. That's right. I am exactly yes, what you need, Amen. exactly the parent that you need, exactly the the, the hug you need, the, mm-hmm. the correction that you need, mm-hmm. the advice you need, the, you need the, the whatever you need, I am. <laughs> that. So thank you for sharing that, Willie. I'm so glad you shared that story because I just know that there's somebody out there that needed to hear that today. You know, they've they've looked at how other people have been towards them, their parents or other people that they looked up to, and they they just didn't really bring it. They didn't cut the mustard. And and God wants them to say, stop looking at them and look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm what you need. I'm what you need. I'm going I'm to be right there and I'm going to fill in the gap and I've got it for you. I've got it for you. Just keep looking at me. So thank you. So Peggy, I can't wait to hear what you've got on this. So, so, uh, cause I know he has been all kinds of amazing to you. So I uh, just in the testimony you shared and in other ones that I've heard you share. So, so what stands out to you uh, about that and why is that important? Well, if there's no one particular I am because it's all of the I am's. That's all I've ever had. Mm. I grew up in um, a very abusive situation from age 9 to 12, molested, raped, um, beat up, beat down, robbed. And it's just been really, really hard, really hard. High school dropout, mother of, single mother of two children, but God. But, and uh, I didn't have anyone there mm. to minister the word. Mm. No one was ministering. I learned, I learned God. I learned Christ through him. He taught me who he was. Yes. Mm. So when it comes to I am, he has been that I am for me every time I've needed him. And I didn't even know that I was searching for that I am. He just showed up and he was. Mm. Willie, you said, I always am. I said, I always am. Okay. I like that. I always am, and that's exactly who he is. When I went in for my surgery, when I go into the operating room, I love the, like, the acoustics of the room, and I just start singing, praise him, praise him. This one of the doctors said, oh, I know who you are. You're the singing patient, because <laughs> I've been here before. And I don't know what happens after the praise him songs, because the next thing I know, I'm waking up in recovery. <laughs> And um, so I'm claiming him right then and there. Mm -hmm. 
I'm claiming him right then and there. I don't have time to go through all these prayers and stuff. I'm just claiming I am who he, who he is, who I know yeah. he has always been to me. He has always been there. He's rescued me. He rescued me from the rehabilitation center that I wind up being locked down in. And um, I just praise God. And he sent, we were talking about a burning bush. There was a lady there. She was of a different faith. And normally, we look at people and we look at the outside and go, mm, I don't think that's for me. But you know what? We need to know who God is. That's right. That lady had a spirit of God that was unbelievable. I was terrorized in that place. There were so many horrible things that happened to me. And when they put me in her room, that was God sending me over there. She mm. sat up all night long with a chair close to my bed and watched over me. She said, go to sleep. You need to rest. I said, I'm sleeping. She goes, no, you have one eye open and one eye closed. She said, I got you. I got you. I'm watching you. I'm watching over you. And every time I come through a daze and wake up because I was on all kind of heavy medications, and every time I come up, I see, I see her eyes. It was like looking into Christ. Because when people have the love of Christ, that's what it's about. That's right. I don't care. He's not going to be looking for a church of God in Christ, mm -hmm. Come on. Um, church AME, CDFG. But we just need to know that we have the love of Christ. We have the love of Christ in our heart. And he is I am, that I am, whoever you need him, him to be. He said he would not leave you, nor would he forsake you. Praise God. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Peggy, Peggy that, uh, that, is, that is awesome. You know, it may, as Amen. I listen to your story, it makes me wonder, you know, it's it said that sometimes we entertain angels and we're not even aware of it. I, I, wonder, mm -hmm. I wonder sometimes if he doesn't send that angel, uh, you, know, you know, to look. And that's where the look comes from. But he also puts it in other people's hearts. So, so that's wonderful. That's wonderful for that answer to prayer. So, um, so I, I've got to share, too. I want to share on this one a little bit. Out, out of those I am's, every single one of them speak to me. But I think the one that I resonate the most with with is I am the good shepherd mm. who lays down his life for the yeah. sheep. Cause you know, it, it's throughout the years, it's, it's not been difficult for me to picture the eternal God. You know, there's a God, I know beyond all, all, all this space and time in this universe, there, there's an, there's an eternal place where he is. And he's the sovereign over that. He's the creator of all that. He's the one with the beauty, with the, with the endless creativity that made everything we see in this world. That's not that hard for me to understand kind of oddly, but it's not. But what it is hard for me to understand is that that one with that kind of power, with that kind of I amness cares for me to that degree personally. Amen. That he says, you're, you're one of 7 billion people alive currently on the planet, not to mention all the ones that came before. <laughs> right. And I am in every place and I'm fully there. Wow. I'm fully yeah. there with you. Mm -hmm. I fully know your heart. I fully know your needs. I fully know everything that's ever happened to you, even all those things you can't even ever explain to another person because they'd never understand it. And even if they would, you wouldn't have time. Mm -hmm. You know, he says, hey, I know that. I, I've been there. I, I, I knew that a thousand years ago. I knew that before the foundation of the world. It says that Jesus was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Everything that I've ever believed wrong and done wrong, and it's been a lot of stuff, all of that stuff, he already saw that. And before I ever did it, he said, hey, I've put that on the back of your burden bearer. And the last time I saw it was going up that hill to Calvary when he came, when he came down and stepped into this world and took all of that and cleansed it out of the eternal record mm. so that now your eternal record is perfect and pure and yes. spotless yes. before I me. Yes. Amen. 
And uh, so, so, hey, Diane, um, and I know this is a little unexpected, but I'm thinking we should pray for for our listeners here and for the needs that they have. Would you mind taking just uh, just about one minute and and praying for Mm -hmm. them? Are, Are you still there, Diane? I'm here, yes. Okay, okay. Could you pray for just about a minute for our listeners? Amen, yes. Father, we just come now in the name of Jesus, and we lift up everyone under the sound of our voices, yes, Father. Yes, and we know that there's somebody who stands in need, Lord, mm. Thank you, Jesus. Of, of a healing. They need a deliverance, Heavenly Father. They need a touch. They need the I am, hallelujah, in their life. So right now, God, we ask that you will go to them, wherever they may be, in a hospital room, Heavenly Father. Maybe they're at home, they're listening, they're driving along, wherever they are. They're walking, Father, but they have a burden going on in their life right now. We believe by the name of Jesus Christ that you are the burden bearer. You are the great I am. You are the healer. You are touching, delivering, setting people free, bringing peace where peace is needed, bringing comfort where comfort is needed. And we just give you the glory and the honor that the great I am is right where they are. Hallelujah. Right where we are right now, touching and delivering and giving us everything we stand in need of. Lord, we honor you and we praise you for it now in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Diane, for that. And hey, Glory to God. I, I just amen. And I just want to follow up with the listeners and say, now, I know that all of us here that have been on the show today, we're a little bit excited about this. <laughs> you may you may not be at a place where you feel like you have that enthusiasm. You may feel like everybody else is on cloud 103 and I'm in tunnel 57. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you this. God's in that tunnel with you. That's he right. knows that and he knows how to get you out of that tunnel. And just like the testimonies that we've had today and shared, just like he's gotten us out of the tunnel, he will get you out of the tunnel. Keep looking to him. Don't look around. Don't focus on other people. Focus on him and his I amness, and he's going to be there for you. Thank you so much. Again, I'm Jeff Bird, and it has been my pleasure to be with you on Kingdom Talk. Until next time, God bless you. God bless you. Have you found yourself searching for content or written material to inspire your daily walk with God? Hampton Roads introducing Kingdom Life Magazine. It's a new level of reading. Reading almost anything can be helpful, but reading Christian content not only inspires and motivates you to a higher calling, it also reactivates the God in you. If you're looking to sharpen your God-given gifts and abilities, Kingdom Life Magazine offers a new level of reading and inspiration for the mind, heart, and soul. Get inspired by other spirit-filled journeys and testimonies. Let Kingdom Life Magazine ignite the fire and desire of ministry work within you. Be the man or woman that God has planned for you to be. Visit ChristianMagazineshr.com for a digital copy or call 757-356-5483 to get a printed copy. Find out where Kingdom Life Magazines are sold. 757-356-5483. Kingdom Life Magazines.